Scripture reading comes from Mark chapter 15, verses 25 through 41. It was nine o'clock in the morning when they crucified him. The inscription of the charge against him read, The King of the Jews. And with him they crucified two bandits, one on his right and one on his left. Those who passed by derided him, shaking their heads and saying, Aha! You who would destroy the temple and build it in three days, save yourself and come down from the cross. In the same way the chief priests, along with the scribes, were also mocking him among themselves and saying, He saved others, cannot save himself. Let the Messiah, the King of Israel, come down from the cross now so that we might see and believe. Those who were crucified with him also taunted him. When it was noon, darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon. At three o'clock, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani, which means, my God, my God. Why have you forsaken me? When some of the bystanders heard it, they said, listen, he is calling for Elijah. And someone ran, filled a sponge with sour wine, put it on a stick and gave it to him to drink, saying, wait, let us see whether Elijah will come to take him down. Then Jesus gave a loud cry and breathed his last. And the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. Now when the centurion who stood facing him saw that in this way he breathed his last, he said, truly this man was the son of God. There were also women who were looking on from a distance. Among them were Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James the younger, and of Hoses and Salome. These used to follow him and provided for him when he was in Galilee. And there were many other women who had come up with him to Jerusalem. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Can you imagine being there, the crucifixion of Jesus? Our scripture identifies a group of women We're looking on from a distance. Kind of slightly shudder to think of what it would have been like to have been there amongst that group of women to watch him die. You know, a few years ago, there was a movie that was made, uh, tried to depict all that was taking place on Good Friday. The movie was called The Passion of the Christ. It was rated R for the amount of violence, blood and gore that it showed. Uh, It received criticism kind of all throughout from many people who suggested to its producer, Mel Gibson, that this movie was too violent. In fact, the noted film critic Roger Ebert said that it was the most violent film he had ever seen. When asked about the amount of violence that was portrayed in this movie, Gibson said, I simply tried to interpret the Gospels. It's a wonder that a movie depicting the final hours of Jesus' life would draw so much secular outrage for violence. I mean, perhaps we aren't as familiar with the story of Jesus as we thought. 
I mean, it's easy to talk about Jesus, the good teacher. Jesus wants us to love one another. Jesus taught us to do good things and help people. We can even come up with, well, Jesus died on the cross to show us how much he loved us. And while all of these are true, they, they fail to take into account the sheer brutality of what was meted out on Jesus. We might read the story and hear the words when they beat him, they smacked him in the face, they whipped him, they smashed a crown of thorns on his head, they nailed his hands to a cross. It's something that's visual when when we see a glimpse of of what that might have looked like. The suffering that took place, it becomes more than we or our secular society can bear. I mean, there's there's a way that the visual enhances our experiences of an event. You know, a picture is worth a thousand words, finds itself to be so true in the ways that it motivates our imagination. I think it was video uh, during the civil rights movement that helped galvanize people against the brutality that was occurring against black men and women in our country. It could be one thing to read about a peaceful march that was met with resistance, but when you watch powerful water hoses spraying down children and dogs ripping at their arms and legs, it... It moves a nation's conscious. You see it and you think, how could this be happening? When I went to Israel uh, a few years ago, one of the stops on the trip was Yad Vashem, the World Holocaust Remembrance Center. You know, I'd, I was familiar with the Holocaust. I'd heard about the stories of what happened to the Jews in concentration camps. But walking through Yad Vashem, seeing the photos, reading the stories, it, it elevates that awareness to a different level. I mean, I still remember walking into the Hall of Names and nearly crumbling to the ground as I looked up and around at the collection called Pages of Testimony that offers short biographies of two million out of the six million Jews who were murdered. And you look up and you look around and you see the pain and the suffering of these names and you wonder how could this have happened? Perhaps we needed something like that Passion of the Christ movie, an unsanitized look at Jesus' last hour so that we could see the, the suffering, the brutality, the rejection, his crushing, his affliction and slaughter. We needed to be able to look upon the words that read. So we might move from saying, it's so nice that Jesus died for me to, to stating with abject horror, how could this have happened? Now, one kind of final comment about the Passion of the Christ movie before moving on. Uh, You know, there were many questions that came to Gibson uh, as he was producing the film, in particular, a line from Matthew 27, 25, you know, his blood be on us and on our children that he placed on the lips of the high priest Caiaphas. And people were questioning it as anti-Semitic and they, they asked him, you know, well, who is it? Who do you think killed Jesus? Who is it that you think subjected him to all of this torture and the brutality and the affliction that he faced? Gibson's response was, we all did. When we think of Jesus's crucifixion, when we take time to reflect on his suffering, when we wonder how this could have happened, when we ask why he endured such brutality, it was for you and for me. We are the reason for his suffering, his being beaten and whipped, his crowning with thorns and his crucifixion. We are the ones responsible. 
And yet in the sheer transformative, subversive power of the divine imagination, we are the ones who gain. He was wounded for our transgressions. The prophet Isaiah declares he was crushed for our iniquities upon him was the punishment that made us whole by his wounds. We are healed. The prophet Isaiah lets us know that his suffering was for our sake. His suffering was for the sake of all who suffer. And he was oppressed and he was afflicted by a perversion of justice. He was taken away. As we see and hear stories throughout our country and throughout the world of people who face severe discrimination, people groups that are being marginalized, wrongful arrests of those who stand up for truth, the, si- the silencing of stories, the sanitizing of history. Uh, as wars and fights break out, as people suffer in countries of both the aggressor and the attacked, in Ukraine, Iraq, Israel, Palestine, Afghanistan, and China, as we see it, In our own country, as impoverished groups bear the brunt of the rich who turn a blind eye to poor water quality and labor labor exploitation, as we all bear the brunt of rising health care costs for us and our loved ones, where all parties speak out of both sides of their mouth, Jesus knows. And he was despised and rejected by others, a man of suffering and acquainted with infirmity, And as one from whom others hide their faces, he was despised and we held him of no account. I mean, if you've ever felt that pain of rejection, knowing what it's like to be despised by others, sensed the glare of eyes as you walk in the room, Jesus knows that pain all too well. If you've been acquainted with infirmity, faced debilitating pain, been diagnosed with the uncurable, struggled to even catch your breath. If you've watched a loved one suffer to the point where you couldn't bear it no more, Jesus knows that kind of suffering. It's not just that he sees it and that he's aware from a distance. Jesus has borne that suffering and affliction within his own body. He has faced the injustice and oppression with his own life on the line. He has stood at the tomb of a loved one, wept over people who were persecuted and oppressed, living under dictatorship. He saw them maligned by religious leaders out of their own interests. He felt the pain of abandonment in his most difficult hours as his closest friends left him. He was beaten. His clothes were taken. He was left with nothing but the blood that flowed out of his body. Jesus knows. And he did it all for you. Yes, so that you wouldn't suffer alone, so that you would know that healing is possible. Yes, so that you wouldn't weep and mourn and grieve alone, so that you would know that joy can be possible again. Yes, so that the oppressed wouldn't experience injustice alone, so that they would know that true peace and justice are possible. But even more so, the prophet Isaiah tells us that he was wounded for our transgressions, crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the punishment that made us whole and by His bruises, we are healed. His life was made an offering for sin. Our sin and the sin of all throughout our world. So we might be offered the gift of life and life everlasting. Prophet Isaiah concludes his messianic prophecy saying, because he poured himself 
out to death and was numbered with the transgressors. Yet he bore the sin of many and made intercession for the transgressors. Because he looked death in the face and didn't flinch. Because he embraced the company of the lowest. He took on his shoulders the sin of the many. One of his disciples, uh, Peter, the one who struck one of the servants of the high priest when, and cut off his ear when they were in the garden. The one that Jesus said, hey, Peter, you can go ahead and put away your sword. Uh, Peter, the one who fled and deserted Jesus whenever the arrest was finalized. Peter, the one uh, that would deny even knowing who Jesus was when Jesus was on trial. That same Peter would later write in a letter to churches about Jesus saying he himself bore our sins. That we abandoned him. That we forgot about him. That we crushed him and bruised him. He himself bore our sins and his body on the tree. So that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed. It was all of our sins that crucified Jesus. That saw him beaten and hung on a cross. That saw him lay down his life. I mean, when we wonder who killed Jesus, it is all of us. But Jesus gladly bore the suffering of the cross, the humiliation of it all, the pain and the torture, making himself a sacrifice for us so that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. That's why we sing of the wonderful cross. It's why we remember and celebrate this day as Good Friday. It's why the cross has become the symbol for Christians around the world. While it is a symbol of torture, of pain and death, for us, it has become a symbol of victory over sin and death. It has become for us a symbol of life. Because down at the cross where my Savior died, down where for cleansing from sin I cried, there to my heart was the blood applied. Glory be to his name. Let us pray. Gracious and almighty God, Jesus Christ who suffered and died for us, we thank you for what you endured on our behalf, what you endured because of us. We thank you, Jesus, that you who knew no sin became sin for our sake, so that through faith in you, believing in you, receiving and accepting this gift of life that you've offered to us, we might become the righteousness of God. So we pray, Lord, in the midst of our lives, in the midst of our suffering, in the midst of our sin, that you would be our healing. Lord, we lay ourselves down at your feet, praying that, that you would enter in. You would do that saving, forgiving, healing work once again. We pray that you would meet us here again today and give us life. In Jesus' name, amen.